Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Gator Nation, welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. This is our raw reaction episode on a victory Sunday after the Gators defeated Texas A&M on the road in College Station. As always, guys, with me is the man Mike. What's going on? And the hype man Wes. What's good? What's good? Real quick, Gator Nation, make sure you go ahead, check us out wherever you get your podcast from. Major available on all major platforms go ahead and check out our youtube channel as always please respect our decision subscribe to the channel give a like to the video drop us a comment and as always guys if you'd like to support us as creators check us out on patreon respect our decision each and every dollar that we make from patreon we put back into the show i want to give a shout out to just martin for being our latest patreon thank you so much for the support and as always, guys, please make sure you check out our sponsor, Camwood Supplements, at camwoodsupplements.com. Use code RESPECT for 20%. Get 20% off your first order. But with that being said, guys, we're going to jump right into it, man. It's good to talk about a victory. And we're going to start it off. Our man, Mike, went halfway across the country to jump into the trenches. Mike, what was it like in the, in that weird environment over there, College Station, amongst the cadets? Well, one, the city of Houston sucks. It's massive, and it's the roads. The roads are terrible. There's nothing to do. Um, I just highly suggest not ever going. All right, so down College Station, it's uh, it was really cold. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. When I saw the natives wearing uh, you know, three quarter zips and jeans, I knew I, I was in shorts and a polo because my dumbass 
looked up Houston weather. So, uh, yeah, I was struggling for a little bit, but it did warm up finally. Uh, one thing I noticed walking to uh, Kyle Field, everyone's really nice in Colt Station. Like, the Colt, they may be in a Colt, you know. However, they're really nice. Like, it's hands down the nicest fans I've ever come across in my lifetime. Like, I may just go to random games just to say hello. Like it, like it, it is, it is freaking scary. I'm not at, at, before, you know. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, you know. After after the game, hey, it was, thanks for coming over, guys. I was, after we got some barbecue, said hello again. Only one little drunk schmuck talk crap to somebody. It wasn't even to me, but um, yeah, it was. Even I was talking plenty of crap, obviously, and then just it's pleasant folk out there, you know. I'm like it was. So nice, but um, yeah, it was um, it's a great time, and you know, Kyle Field, it was uh, they definitely had some NPCs. Gator Nation traveled. Um, it was there was obviously your your Gator section down below, like near the band, but uh, there was one up on the second level as well. A lot of Gator fans were there, so we definitely were deep in College Station and represented well, and. Wasn't that loud? I mean, it was Neyland seemed a little louder, and this is definitely a better stadium than Neyland because Neyland's an absolute pit of misery. And but overall, it was a great experience. You know, people were nice. Uh, Haynes King played, so I obviously said, you know, I Haynes King's bad at football. And I may have may I may or may not have said about twenty eight times money does not buy happiness and screamed that at the top of my lungs, which did not get a good feedback. But um, you know, it's true. You know, they're about ninety million dollars deep in Jimbo. So, um, but I do notice, like I said, it's uh, they're very nice. They just they don't get mad about it. So like it, <laughs> they like even when like what do you about Jimbo? Like I, I like you, you talk about Mullen, you know, last year. Would get pissed. Like, yeah, you know, maybe I'm like, it, it's odd. It truly is, you know, but That's definitely an SEC argue town. with them on uh, Twitter, I guess, is with, they're just so nice. I got nothing. I have nothing bad to say, you know, and um, and you were probably looking for it. I won't go that far. Let's let's simmer down. The shorts, man, they keep him at bay. They, uh, they're like, he's a nice, he's a pleasant guy. But, <laughs> like, he's got good credit, you know. So, oh uh, but no, definitely a great time. But, oh, but yeah, definitely wear crappy shoes because I'm pretty sure that they they don't. It's it's a mud pit. It's absolutely disgusting. Real quick, real quick, can we get a review on a Cooper's old time barbecue? Yeah, um, it's all right. Decent looking spread you had. No, I mean, well, listen, uh, buddy, uh, friend of the show, you know, uh, Justin Martin, Justin Martin, and Cam. They, we, I went with them. They absolutely loved it. Uh, the brisket, uh, way too salty for my liking, but they loved it. Uh, great sides, you know, very um, packed. Uh, the rib, ribs were great. Um, just, just the brisket was just too salty. But overall, phenomenal spread, you know. And uh, I was happy, you know, happy when I'm, you know, going there. Just a little, a little pricey for, you know, it's a, the selection. All right. Well, there you go. If you're ever uh, out there, Cooper Old Time Barbecue looked like a good spread, but a little little pricey. So there you have it. <laughs> Free publicity out here. 
All right, guys, let's uh won't happen again. <laughs> Most of our viewers are all in the state of Florida. We'll be all right. Um let's talk about the game for a minute, man. Uh, definitely a tale of two halves. Um especially on the defensive side of the ball, but uh we'll jump right into it. Wes, why don't you uh go first today, man? Tell us give us some thoughts on the game. Some I'm gonna let Mike go first because I think I might have to. I might have to go behind him and, and might pause, bro. Relax, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, I, mean? I, I just want to hear your response before I after. after all him. right, all right. I didn't know if the audience could take Mike talking so long for so much time. But we'll let him go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Mike. So what's the question? Sorry. Give your thoughts on the game, man. Your reaction. Yeah, no, it was. Um... You know, I, I, I love that we're in a ball, you know, have total of, uh, what do you got here? I was going to say 50 rushes here, uh, you know, between the, uh, you know, between Ricky, uh, uh, AR, and the two, the two running backs. I love the fact that we utilize two running backs. Uh, we didn't really mess around with, you know, uh, Naquan or Lingard at all, you know, especially with the stats. We got Montrell finishing with 22 carries, 100 yards, four and a half a carry, and a touchdown. And um, West's boy, uh, um, Trevor Antian, I'm pretty sure I sat next right, right next to his uncle. Nice guy. 17 carries for 18, uh, 80 yards for 4.7 yards to carry. Uh, so, you know, definitely just, you know, uh, took them to, you know, really, uh, you know, take advantage of uh, the ground game. And uh, also AR had some nice, nice runs as well. Uh, lastly, just to uh, the de- uh, the defense, you know, we got lucky. We got, we faced our second string quarterback capitalized on it they obviously have some weapons on offense you know especially with their running back and, and Evans Tua who can make play after play however Hank Hanks King Hanks King's bad at football and we put him in a position to beat us which he can't so he's um I would like to you know before we get in too deep into this just leave it at that defense stepped up made plays when need to be made all right Wes yeah um he didn't he didn't leave you in the position I think you were waiting on yeah, yeah, he did. Um, the game was – it got nervous for me in the first half. Um, I thought it was going to be a shootout. I know we, the scores we predicted was uh, – well, my score was nowhere near what I, I thought the game was going to be like, uh, especially in the first half. I was like, we, we about to be in the shootout because it felt like the same old thing. But then uh, the second half, Tony and the Gators, you know, they turned around, made some uh, key plays. Uh, shout out to – uh, Princely and uh, Powell for making those two big turnovers in the second half. They really did the thing. And to our receivers, uh, got to give those young guys a shout out. Ricky had a good day. Hendo had some good catches. But to Frazier's and Douglas, yes sir, um, they really came through. So I got to shout those boys out uh, with uh, a friend of the show, uh, Justin Shorter being out. So shout out to uh, Douglas and uh, our boy. Uh, Frazier's for making some big plays. I mean, the, the, the catch that Frazier made was like fantastic. Absolutely. Um, shows the potential. Big play, big guy. And I noticed on that slant that we've been missing all year, we finally got the slant. Um, and to me, that's because Frazier was playing kind of big. But yeah, I, I love what I saw from the, from the, uh, the receivers and from the defense in the second half. Just initial thoughts uh, before we go on to deeper, like Mike said. Yeah, I don't have a whole, whole lot to add to that. Um, the offense did what they needed to do. Uh, 
defense came out a little flat, which I kind of figured uh, traveling after, you know, a loss like the UGA. We said in the beginning this was – in the beginning of the year when we did our schedule breakdown, we said this was going to be a tough game. Um, you take a loss to UGA, which is never easy, and then you go halfway across the country to do a noon game, which is 11 a.m. out there. I mean, you know. I was dying. That is a tough – that's a tough turnaround for some for kids. I mean, uh, regardless of whatever your opinion is, I it, um, came out, kind of looked flat on, on defense, and, and then we made adjustments at the half. Um, I know a lot of people's talking points will be, well, they were missing a lot of guys with flu and stuff like that. That's absolutely true. But that's a very talented roster. Don't forget how many talented people are in that two to three deep out there. And it's a road game in one of the more hostile environments in the country. I mean, you have to win the game. You have to go out and do what it takes. You know, we dropped 40 points. You know, we dropped points, and that's great. Offense did their job all game. We could have easily had 50-plus. Um, need to, you know, we need to work on putting people away. That would be my one negative takeaway from the game is we have to quit getting, you know, somebody said there's a reason Billy's been in so many one-score games. Well, we, we need to put some guys away. we got to figure out how to put our throat on, our foot on someone's throat. And Did you feel this game lend, lended itself toward that a little bit? Maybe not, maybe hundred percent, but it kind of I felt like that. We, we should have dropped least 50. compared we to what had, we're used to. We had the opportunity to have fit to when after some of those late turnovers to really put the game away, and I don't feel like we we yeah, did we missed, you know with the missed field goal and then the going for it on fourth. Even um, before that, the, the missed field goal, Ricky dropped more dropped the ball in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, zone I mean, you know, things just you know. It didn't yeah. go our way all the way. We could have had a few things like that would have just put the game away. But ultimately, we got the dub on the road in the SEC. That's what matters. Um, that's what, you know, history will remember. They won't remember people having the flu or anything like that. So I think we all would have said at the beginning of the year, we would have taken that W no matter how we could have got it. Texas a on the road. I don't care. What? I didn't see who started at quarterback in that game. What? Not my, not my problem. It's not my problem. <laughs> it wasn't his first start. Exactly. He almost start. beat Bama. Multi-times. Yeah. At Bama. There at you go. Bama. All right, guys. Let's um let's hit on our what we mentioned in our uh previous show, the pick six that we do every week. Let's 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 look at our points from the pick six. In the first part, what do the Gators need to do to beat Texas AM? Wes, win in the trenches. Ooh, I feel like we did that, West. Do you feel pretty good about what we did in the trenches? Uh, the offensive line, the first drive, uh, kind of struggled uh, with some penalties. Kingsley has got to get better. I know people were mad at Barber and Turquan. Turquan was on him in the first half. But once Barber came in, even on the fourth down, I thought they were going to call a penalty. That was we, we kind of the snap was late on that one, but it wasn't as obvious as the last, uh, the next two times when the call was on Barber for the false starts. But that was on Kingsley, our center. But overall, I mean, the rushing, we had, what, 200 and almost 80, 50-some yards? 250-plus yards rushing, I know. 291. I thought it was something close to that. So I can't be mad at the offensive line for that. A lot of that came from AR as well. But uh, Johnson and ETN did what they were supposed to do. Defensive line, I, I, in the first half, I don't want to say it was them. It was more 
rush lanes because he had some cutbacks that he and he and he's still, a fast guy. So it was still more containing the edge. Yeah, containing the edge is still a problem. Yeah, so that 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 was an issue, but they fixed it in the second half. Uh, overall, okay with what the offensive line did. Uh, felt better about what the defensive line did in the second half as far as containing the run game. So it mattered and it showed. Do you guys think we missed Cox one bit? No. Exactly. I do love <laughs> – well, Powell had arguably the best defensive game. So that's Princely was, And Princely was right there with him. Yeah, he had like I think on the game announcement they say he had like thirty some people from his family there, and he showed out in front of his family. Princely and Powell both were very noticeable and um and were brought up during the broadcast multiple times. Yes. Um, Mike, so it, oh, my bad. And now, no, if I'm this is for Wes, so we actually um, outperformed their for their rankings in in terms of the trenches. So on rush yards. Um, they're 126.1, and, I mean, pretty much held them in check. Well, sorry, 134, but, you know, their main rusher had 122, so pretty much on par. Nothing egregious, especially given our, you know, D-line, like depth there, and their their defense gave them up 220 yards rushing, and we had a total of 291. And their, so, and their running back got 65 on his first game. Yeah, I, 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 I was about to say that. I think the majority of that came in the first half, so. Yeah. Oh no, he did nothing in the second half. Mm-hmm. He did not get almost any rushing yard. He had over a hundred at the half. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was that was a key in the victory. So that's a segue. Um, Mike's what we needed to do to beat Texas AM was stop the run. Well, um first half obviously a little little off, but they definitely cleaned that up in the second half when it mattered. If you tell me uh any any SEC team that's more run based than anything's gonna give me a buck thirty four, I'll take it all day with without blinking. I mean, and like I said, uh, I don't have the splits on that, but that was a definite tale of two halves. Um, I know at one point I showed a graphic that he had a, that he had over a hundred yards at ha- before the half and the finish with one twenty two means he, uh, he may have stayed in the locker room. Yes. Yeah. And the game was close. So it wasn't like they had the, the, the pass. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't have to. Yeah, I know. At one point, the Gators cleared out on five straight third downs, so that's a hell of an improvement right yeah. there. Um, my my key to beating Texas A and M was was pretty simple. It was to come together as a team and don't let the season fall apart. And um, after, like I said, a hard loss versus UGA last weekend, it would have been real easy to go on the road with an early start and just say, you know, hell with it. We're just going to mail this one in. And nobody did it. I mean, from the start, AR was very inspired and pumped up to play, you know, and, and I know many people have brought it up. The kid plays much looser on the road. Um is what it is. Uh but he but he definitely seems like he's more comfortable when he's not pressured at the swamp. Um guys look like they were having fun, even after the game, man. You know, you saw the video of uh I believe it was Garage going up to coach after the game and yelling at him and them hugging it out and all that and a lot of support. Uh, I've seen Dejon Reynolds and many other ones saying how much they love their team after the game. That's huge. It's huge, man, because we've heard the, ta- the tales of kids coming in, taking their pads off, getting in their street clothes and leaving before coach even hits the locker room. Um, Those kids normally either 
don't play or just those kids are going to weed themselves out. The kids that don't want to be part of this team are going to weed themselves out. And the ones that do are going to fight and fight and fight. And they are. Um, Ventrell made a comment that they came in at halftime. The players and a few of the coaches had some inspirational things to say, and they came together and the effort showed in the second half, man, that's all you can ask for. So we also do, you know, every week we do three things you need. We needed to avoid to not to against Texas A&M. Um, Mike's was no turnovers because turnovers would keep the crowd in the game. Three straight games with no turnovers for AR. I'll um, take it. Man, running backs, 50 carries, no turnovers. I mean, when I, obviously AR is added into that, but Gators are playing clean football right now, man. I mean. Knock on wood. Yeah, no, big time. But seriously, I mean. That was one of our early things. You know, if you have that effort versus, say, Kentucky, that's that's a win. <laughs> so, yep, Mike's, Mike's having flashbacks. Everyone around me just mentioned the one game I asked him, just never bring up. Well, that's, it happened. I mean, like we can't – you know, it just happened, Mike. To that point, before we go off, shout out to Stadium Gale. They put this out today. Uh, AR in his last three games – 835 total yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. So that's 835 in the last three games with nine touchdowns. So you can win like that. He's getting better and better. You can win like that. As long as you're not turning it over, <laughs> you're 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 in plus territory already. Um and he's making the most. He's running the ball now, and that I think that helps tremendously. He's running with confidence, I guess I should yeah. add. Not not just looking like he's doesn't he can't decide. Wes, your your point of to avoid was to make another quarterback look a Heisman uh winner. That was a tale of two quarters as well. Boy, I yeah. was gonna be really upset if we made Haynes King look like a Heisman winner. Yeah, man. At first, you know, we thought about thought it was gonna be Connor uh Wayman the freshman, but uh, I foresaw this, by the way. No, is that why you said that? That is why you said that. Wow. Clairvoyant Mike. I'm just glad so it was good to see Haynes and lack of pair of draws. Uh, he, he was, he, <laughs> to, to, to his name, so he. he was, you are yeah. an RG three fan, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you that's why I got that. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. It was good to see that you know we didn't make another quarterback, and I think we played better when. And I think I rushed. I guess any team in, in the NFL, whether college or NFL, is hard to, to to play a mobile quarterback, and I feel like our better games will come against those quarterbacks who we don't have to worry about getting outside the pocket. So. Uh, and that, and again, big shout out to Powell and uh, and Princely for for putting pressure on because once you do when you do that, it, it kind of all works together. Um, I'm pretty glad I w- wasn't near. Well, I hope I wasn't near Haynes King's family. And if oh. I do, I somewhat apologize. But it was um, anti Haynes King rhetoric being uh, thrown out there. Um, but that that fan base knows he's bad because they literally look back. They're like, I know. Before we, before we, before I move on to mine, um, it, it's, I tell you right now, guys, Evan, Evan, Stewart is as advertised. <sighs> yeah. Uh, whatever, uh, curse Dan Mullen for the 457th time in the history of this show for not doing whatever it took to bring that kid to Gainesville. Not that it probably would have mattered with the coaching change, but at least we would have had a chance to talk to the freaking kid. God, he's every bit as advertised. He's going to be trouble for two more years. 
Glad we're done with them. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, my my point to avoid was, uh, you know, in relation to my first point, was not to have a mental letdown. And they didn't. They came out ready to play. Um, came out like a little flat because I believe of the time of the game and everything and being on the road. I think that always – every team goes through that. But, you know, a big touchdown right before the half for Texas A&M to take that lead – very similar to how the Tennessee game went. And um, we came out better for it in the second half. So we've said it over and over again. Um, Mike makes this point week in, week out. These guys fight, man. These guys never feel like they're out of a game. They never, they never hang their heads for long enough for things to get super bad. I, I just, they fight. The third quarter of Gator football has been pretty exciting this year. I wish we'd start playing like that in the first and second quarter as much as we do in the third, but it'll come. Baby steps, progression, as we like to say. It all comes in stages. All right. Impact players of the week. Wes's was his man, Chris McClellan. Uh, McClellan played like 22 snaps. Um, wasn't, Wasn't the biggest factor in the game. Mine was... Trevor Entian, who despite Montreal's strong performance, I still say Trevor Entian was the best running back on that on that field. That kid, and I'm glad we get at least two more years of that kid, and at least one more of Montreal next year. Is thunder and lightning all day, baby. And Mike had Amari, Bur- Amari Bernie, who got credited with a miracle interception in the game. Has a nose for the ball, man. Nose for the ball. He was there. And my so, boy Powell. Yeah. Mike has been on the Powell train all year. I give him that one. Ring the bell for Powell. Yeah, he's my boy Powell. Loved him out. I loved him coming out too. Virginia, right? I, I, yep. Yep. I feel a lot better about our defensive ends right now than I did two weeks ago. Um Boom flash some too. And that's funny to say because obviously you think you I mean sometimes it's addition by subtra- you know by subtraction. We've said this when you have younger younger guys that haven't learned bad habits, they're easier to coach than guys who are already set in their ways. So Correct. that may be what we are we're we are witnessing from the DNs as and well. And guys playing for draft status and trying well, to play for contracts and things at the like same that. time, if you're less talented, like Cox is extremely talented he's a physical freak so he can do things that like you should never do and still make that play so he'll make that play say 20 percent of the time it's not worth it for most of the time to think a a dc may may not want that pal may like his ohio play i just play technically correct so i may not make that wild play but i'll keep contained you know what I mean? I won't get as many sacks, maybe, or QB pressures, bulky contained. So it's all about how the defense is as well. But um, I, I like how Powell is, you know, as a complete player. Very solid. Yeah, they just played solid football. Now, like I said, there was a couple of times, especially in the first half, the uh, the long 65-yard run and then the touchdown run that A&M had where containment was lost on the end again. But um, it was better overall. So – Instead of seeing that kind of counterplay run over, run at us over and over and over again, we adjusted. 
And and so that's what you want to see, man. Like we said all year, progression. Learn from your mistakes, correct them, and and get better. So, guys, as a whole, we're going to just go over a couple other things about what we felt went right and what went wrong. Um, Mike, as a whole, what went right in your eyes? Uh, so once again, um, resili- resiliency. You said it before, you know, I'll say it again. You know, um, 11 o'clock game is – it sucks. It's like, you know, it is not a good thing to do. It throws off your your clock. I mean, you see a noon game or one a noon game at Florida, you know, let alone 11 a.m. You're like, oh, crap, they're, they're going to start slow. So it throws, up, uh, throws off your pregame warm-up routine, so on and so forth. Um, you know, it went into, um, you know, once again, a, a potential hostile environment and they just, uh, weathered the storm and just played their brand of football. This, this was, I would say arguably the most Billy Napier-esque game that we've seen so far in terms of we running us running the ball literally 50 times. Uh, we didn't throw the ball more than through the ball 28 times, no turnovers, uh, limited, uh, penalties, and um, second half adjustments, and I think the MVP this game. I'm going to pull a West is uh, Pat, Pat, Patrick Tony. So, and this, and on all seriousness, I mean, yeah, he's he should be catching a lot of flack. Um, and at the same time, you got to give credit where credit's due. And anytime you get you you put up a goose goose egg in the second half on the road, you deserve a lot of credit. Wes, what you think went right overall? Uh, we made plays. Um, I spoke about the trenches earlier. That that was my key to victory. And uh, we won the trenches. Uh, Mike already gave you guys the stats. So we being better on uh, offensive as far as rushing than what they were giving up, which they would give up a huge amount of yards on the ground. And we took that and added some more to it. And it goes back to, to what I said at the beginning as far as our receivers. Those guys made plays. That was a beautiful ball to Frazier's. He made he he got injured, but I think he came back and went back out. He made a play. He came right back. He came right. Yeah. back. Yeah. And then the the one where he stepped up in the pocket and threw the the Douglas like off platform was sick. Um, and Douglas made a great play on the ball, made the catch. Uh, the, the 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 long run ER had. I mean, we were clicking. Um, he wasn't. He had two bad throws to me. The one before the fourth down. I think two Frasers with almost the DB made a great break on the ball, almost got picked. And then the one right before the half, uh, in the first half, where he had Henderson, he just threw it away. So I guess he assumed the DB was coming in close to him. Other than that, he played an awesome game. And, and our fans love to critique every single throw. Like, every quarterback makes every throw perfect. Like, no throw can be behind a receiver. No throw can be too high. Sometimes guys got to make plays. And they made plays. Uh, so shout out to the receivers, the O-line, AR, the whole offense, uh, in total, they played a complete game. Defense did their thing in the second half. Yeah, um, just to piggyback on that, I, that's the kind of game from AR we, I think, before the season we expected to see. I mean, we never, I never personally thought, I don't think a lot of people that paid attention thought he was ever going to be one of those guys that had Hendon Hooker like number where he throw 24 of 28, you know, something like that for 350 yards. But throw for 200 yards and two touchdowns, run for 80 yards and two touchdowns. That's the kind of stat line I, I kind of figured we'd see a lot more of this season. Um, and if your defense plays adequate football, then that's, you you know, that's what you need. 
run the ball, control the clock. That's the kind of game plan I think we've been kind of wanting to see all season. A lot of runs, a lot of yardage, you know, and defense getting off the field on third downs. Um, so credit our tackling in the second half as well. Much, much better in the second half, wrapping guys up, not as many shots and guys sliding off tackles. Um, Got to keep that effort up going into next week. Guys, um, I was um, just saying they didn't look like the guys down there at Coral Gables. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a discussion for another day. We're going to have that. Um, Wes, what do you think went wrong? What 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 were some things that we we could definitely improve on? Um, playing a complete game, not missing any field goals. Um, you mentioned this earlier, so I might be stealing your point here. Uh, putting your foot on opposing team's throat when they're when they're looking lifeless, kill them. You know what I'm saying? They they were they they had you could tell by their body language. They look like the guys down there in Core Gables when they quit. Texas them quit. They gave up. They they were once we started putting on and they realized they couldn't be stopped. The defense defensive side of the ball for Texas them they they look like they had submitted. And we have to be able to to, to when we get to that point in games, uh, have to be able to kill the opponent. And that's something that I feel that we need to work on. And we need to hit chip shot field goals. Um, he made a longer one earlier in the game. But that chip shot, got to have that. I mean, you can't be missing that. Uh, so, to me, uh, I want us to play a full game of complimentary football on, in all three phases. I feel like our defense to just only play one half and our special teams uh, can't miss the chip shot field goal. Absolutely. Mike? Uh, real quick, I'm gonna, guys, um, we missed a fourth down conversion. It was a slant, correct? Slant pass? Now, the fourth down I remember was the, the one down. We got it. The, third. The, the fourth down, we got it to Montreal on the side. It was a slant pass. The, the slant was the phrases. The slant, the phrases we actually got. That was the first time I ever seen the slant work. <laughs> the only fourth down we went for it was the one that I remember is the one on the two yard line. No, we got okay, one correct. earlier. We we did one fourth down earlier. We, when we, I didn't remember. When that. he pitched it, when he pitched it to Montreal, and Montreal got like, that's right. The back where he threw it. Yeah, yep. I'm not talking about that. It's all good. No worries. No, I just remember seeing a slant, uh, a slant um, thrown, and we had missed it again because um, I, I, we don't we don't hit the slant. But anyways, regardless, sorry. And when you you guys are saying in terms of you know really you know you know putting your putting the foot down, I don't know honestly if we have the talent enough, the talent at least this year to do that. To a competent football team, they're missing a lot of people. However, they are still a very talented football team as well. Um, I think maybe next year, especially, but in, time, in due time, we will. We have that obviously have that mentality. I think we showed that we were, we were almost there. You know, maybe 80 percent. However, we just didn't just flat. It just don't have enough talent, especially up front on, is, on the offensive is, line. I mean, let me ask you this: Is two trips to the red zone late in the fourth quarter and no points a talent issue? Yeah, that's the execution. It's bold. Okay. I mean, I, I, chip I, shot I don't think it's goal. black or white. I, I mean, the chip shot field goal was. Yeah, you got to make that. That's, that's I, just, I totally agree. That's just poor kicking, but that's your boy. 
You're right, he's my boy. <laughs> and my boy's also up over at uh, Scully's player right now, but that's neither here nor there. But um, and Moe <laughs> Yeah, so you know, but what went wrong? Um, I would just leave it at just a little, just to nitpick because I did like what I saw from AR. Just a little bit more precision on the passing, you know. To you know, still end of the day, the passing didn't wow me. I want to say it was like a little over two hundred at the stats. That yeah, two hundred one yard passing. I think he's capable of more. That's I just want to see what he's capable of. And this is not me being negative. I think he had an efficient game, but I'm not looking for efficiency. I'm looking for you know an all ACC performance. Is that possible? Is the question at this point? But I am happy with what he did. Um, at this, but I want the main thing I'm highly disappointed in is the DB play and just total lack of awareness. Um, the ability apparently we just can't run zone. We have plenty of talent back there, but I mean, I know Jason Marshall can't play zone. Um, I'm just I'm just seeing it throughout. I mean, I have a different angle at the, at the stadium. Um, you guys playing? Um, I'm sorry, watching TV. Have a you know you can obviously see you know a lot more. Um, up close, but I'm just seeing this like these uh, uh, these DBs. Just like, what are you what are you seeing? Why are you, you know? There's no one in your zone. Come up on the play, and this is not happening. It's happened throughout the season. We have not. That is one area we have not progressed. If anything, we have regressed. So that's the uh, main um, knock I've seen. Let me piggyback on that too, because um, where did our game plan that we used against UGA go? That just like our pass coverage, I think we all said it when we had our show the other day that that was much improved. Even you know, uh, why are we getting scorched by a tight end that's nowhere near the talent of Brock Bowers' level up the middle continuously? I mean, that kid five catches for sixty yards. They only had three, two receivers and a tight end that were the only people that got catches on that team. And and no, Muhammad Muhammad did well. Yeah, that's Muhammad. What I'm trust me, I heard a lot of mooses. Two two receivers, Muhammad yeah. Stewart, and then they're, the tight end um, right had all their receptions. They're pretty good though. Those two receivers. Oh, I agree. They're good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying they're not good. It could have been scheming against the run Muhammad. because that that offense doesn't do anything without running back. I just man, I'm just you know those two receivers. Hey, you said it. They're talented. And you, they, we did contain them though. At the same time, you're not just gonna shut an Everton Stewart down. Period. No. It's not gonna happen. Like he got plays that, like, hey, I'm, I'm my name's Evan Stewart, and you just can't beat me. Like, so that is inevitable. And in my opinion, we, we, we but had, some of those plays, he had eight, he had eight catches for 120 yards. And you know, some of those and, plays were just catches in soft zone of, like you so said, had it, or, you know, Muhammad had seven catches for 99 yards. I, I know. So I mean, all in all, none of those catches were very contested. Is all I'm saying. That's that's where I'm coming back to. Like there was one specific specific time I'm seeing uh, Marshall, and Ma- Marshall is a, a very talented player. Ma- Marshall is a man coverage corner, and I think nobody's going to argue that. But I mean, it's just a shame. I thought he was talented enough to be sufficient in in zone, and he's not. He's not. He's awful. So. Every corner, I mean, you know, he's he's definitely not a uh, he scheme specific as an all around corner like we probably thought Correct. he was. Correct. Um, he definitely he, 
plays much better in man coverage, which is at some point I just, you know, I think it also harps back to the rest of the talent of the room. I think we all know that, that they're not up to snuff and we're having to, we're having to kind of play handicap based on the cards that were dealt. And also uh, more to comment and uh, Mr. 22 Torrance was absolutely awful. I don't want to continue to talk about, uh, uh, Johnson wasn't very great either, but anyway. Yep. Um, West is boring. I, I still that, that that is a concern to me. Even though Perkins had that bad play a couple weeks against against uh, LSU, he did have the pick last week against Georgia. I, I that that's a problem issue in that 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 third corner for us. I, and we know we've said it. This is why we have a recruiting class of seven or six DBs and hopefully more. Because that room's got to flip over. I, I don't. If we don't take another corner in this class, I'd like to at least see one or two in the portal as well. Maybe I don't know. Somebody that can step in that's more more adapt to the scheme that we run. It may um, be safe. It may be safer to get one through the portal for that for the, for nickel. Absolutely. I mean, of course, that's where Perkins came from, but that's here nor there. That was another staff, another scheme, and Todd Grantham doesn't coach coverage anyway. He just lets people get yards, which is why Bama's cursed now. Um, Guys, I mean, five and four, uh, this is one of those coin flip games that we'd, we'd had circled, could have gone either way. It went our way. Um, Carolina on deck, man. Um, I know Wes is excited. Um <laughs> I think now at least we can kind of breathe easier that maybe bowl eligibility is not maybe going to be such a fight. I mean, obviously you still have to win one more game, but you know, we, we definitely could, we could win all three of these games. If our, if the best team we have shows up week in and week out. And I think that's pretty much got to be Billy's message that we're, we're in the home stretch. Um, you know, don't be remembered as the team that lost an ugly game to Kentucky. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, you know, lost a game that was winnable against LSU, a game that they could have ultimately been right there at the end versus Tennessee. I mean, all these games, like we said, we've been right there in the middle of, I mean, but so we clearly have the talent to hang with these last three opponents. I think it comes down to don't be yourselves. Exactly. That's why I think, I think the true message is, I mean, you may not play 100%. We're not good enough. To do that, period. It's not going to happen. Look at our deep, like you said, our DBs. It's not going to happen. We're too young out of too many places. It's not going to happen. Just don't be yourselves. If AR continues to play, if I can get 17 20 for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks from AR every game, I will. That's a good game from him. That's and a I good think, game. And then you add on the, uh, because that means we're running the ball. That's what when that you were talking. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say, Mike. When you were talking about you, you want a little bit more. That's why I kind of was like, huh? But I get what you're saying. I can live with that, especially when you get another seven for seventy-eight yards and another Correct. two D TDs. Correct. That I mean, that that's phenomenal. And then your two backs had what thirty-nine carries for one hundred and eighty yards. Yeah, I don't need I him mean, to be Cam Newton at this point. I know it's not going to happen. I need him to be. 17 to 20 for 201 yards. Rush and for that, another that, 50 plus. And, yeah. that, and that's it. Pull it when you should pull it. 
if it is, if, you know, if the play call allows and, you know, and what's what Hirsch was saying, you know, um, be aggressive. I think we just need we need our offensive line to finish this season strong. I, I know we've beat these guys up a last, but they've earned that. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, obviously, Torrance is who Torrance is and Torrance is going to be gone and in the NFL next year. But those other four guys ain't nothing, nothing promised for any of those guys. They've got to earn earn their paycheck, so to speak. Um, and this is the stretch, man. This is the final stretch. Uh, you go up against South Carolina, man. Um, I think we need to be more the same. I mean, Vanderbilt had a running back this last weekend on South Carolina that rushed for 167 yards on 20 carries. Um, and we absolutely know that that kid ain't in the same talent boxes Johnson and Intian. I mean, they're just here. We should, we should gouge these boys if yeah. we stick to the plan. And also, once go ahead. Go ahead Wes. I was just saying, I also like the creativity of getting personal Ricky, the ball. Yes, on Ricky screens. much more involved. Um, yep. And I think a lot of that had to do with shorter being out is that you had to, you know, you had to lean more on Ricky to be your number one guy. Now Ricky had a drop in the end zone. Yeah. That absolutely should have been a touchdown, but yep. it it you know the DB also made a good swipe at the last second. Um, if Rick, but you know that's the play that I know Ricky's going to watch film and say I got to make that catch. Yeah, got to help my quarterback out. He put it where no one else could get it but me. Um, even RG three said that during the broadcast that you know that was a good ball because no one else could have got it but Ricky. Um. We gotta we gotta prepare for this game because um I know Mike's gonna be Mike's gonna be ready to talk some trash about a certain quarterback from Arizona this week. I may I may, I may not be making a call to his um his former quarterback coach. Uh, Rattler versus uh Vanderbilt for those that didn't see it, 16 to 20 um three for 186 yards and three touchdowns, but a quarterback rating of 56. I mean, we should beat these guys down. I mean, it it shouldn't – this should be a a game that we could absolutely do what we want to do, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and um, just get it done and – um. That's what I want to see, man. Don't no hangover this week. Got to go back on the road. Got to get this W. Uh, what y'all's thoughts about um, where the team goes from here? What I mean, as far as how we finish out, let's let's just get your uh, quick thoughts on how we think we might run this last three games. Wes, want to start that? Yeah, no problem. Uh, I feel South Carolina at home. It's winnable. They're a bad football team. Offensively, they struggle a lot. They're pretty okay defense, but you just put out the stats what Vanderbilt did against them. Even though Vanderbilt is a little, little bit better than last year's Vanderbilt team. Um, but they're bad. They're bad off they Spencer Rattler said it because I'm I'm here in South Carolina. Said I don't we don't have an identity on offense. Their best player, Jakeem Bell, they don't know how to use. Uh so and that's the tight end. I know Michael Diggins him uh coming this week but they they just they don't have an identity on, uh, on offense and we should beat them of course we should beat bandy and i'm looking forward to the game in tallahassee so uh, i think that'll be more 
to give them them a little credit, they're looking to close just like we're looking to close. They're trying to go nine and three. Uh, so hopefully we, we take care of South Carolina. We should beat Vanderbilt. And then uh, that stupid Friday night game against Tal- in Tallahassee would be good. <laughs> Mike, what you think? I think Mike, Michael is going to continue his um... – Just my uh, what's it called predictions, just just knowing ball, okay. you know. And I I said eight wins, and we're gonna finish with eight wins. What you say is between six and ten, Mike. Mike and no, six. and then I needed a final one. And I said eight. <laughs> Pull the recording. It's it's up there. It's there. It's eight there. Wins. I know what he's talking about. I was joking, man. You kept I, 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 all of the I keep hearing is six between six and ten because that's what I said. Like people <laughs> and then people wanted a specific number. I gave it to them. Here's here's the thing. I can help that I I'm I'm quite familiar with the football team to give them football, and it's going to wind up with eight wins. These next two games, Florida football should be Florida football and absolutely out talent these next two teams without a, that shadow of a doubt. Correct. Um, the FSU game. Rivalry game on a weird-ass time, Friday night. FSU is going to be riding a wave of momentum coming to that because schedule's pretty pretty simple heading in. Um, and they're playing they're playing competent football. I'll give them that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right now, they're playing competent football. Credit to, to Mike Norvell. Sign him to a lifetime contract now. <laughs> um, this is the time, uh, Rising Spear, to, to make it happen for Mike Norvell. No, um every nickel counts. It will be it'll be that'll be a dog fight. Um I bet we don't we score more than three points. <laughs> I they mean, lost it is the, what it is. They lost the Clemson. The Clemson is not good either. So boy, I tell you what, we'll talk about that on uh on next yeah. week's show. Guys, let's um let's just go ahead and wrap it up. Um good victory, good team victory. I think, like I said at the beginning. If you'd have told us uh, this time last week we were going to walk out of uh, College Station with a victory, no matter what the circumstances were, every single one of us would have said, give us that W. Um, History doesn't remember the reasons why a team lost. Uh, There is no flu game for Haynes King and company. So um, just a a good victory, and um, that's all that matters at the end of the day. So – Y'all got anything um, y'all want to add real quick before we get out of here? Mike? Yeah, just once again, um, just make sure you check out, um, in case you missed it, just some, that's definitely some pretty good content, you know, uh, under from Mike, from, uh, Mike in the Trenches. Mike definitely all. does a good job of showing you around in the in the various places he goes. Yeah, I definitely try to if it's, you know, obviously, you know, inside a stadium, but, you know, pictures of the outside. Um, Top you know, golf. Yeah, top top golf. You know, hey, listen, the swing speed, it, it's there. It's, I think the look, shorts were containing you a little bit. Never, man. It, it was I wasn't restricted at all. Okay, for any of you that were Mike does a great job with the in the trenches content. Like I said, like uh, showing around it, what the average fan could do or see on his on a trip to said stadium or. Yeah, and if I'm ever there, guys, let me know. I don't mind, you know, uh, you know, asking, you know, going to do a certain thing or, uh, you know, hanging out in tailgates, whatever. You know, I kind of find my way to a lot of different areas and get invited to drinks and stuff. And yeah, 
So, oh, no, just uh, be sure to check it out. It's uh, for you guys as well. Absolutely. And at and, um, end of the day, just always remember, Bateman got us. Bateman got us. Wes, anything you want to add? No, nah, just go Gators. Nah. <laughs> Thank you guys for all the support. We appreciate you, man. Um, really, really, really hoping we can finish strong. This, I'm, I'm not, now I'm not looking at six and six. Now I want to. I want all three wins. Yes, sir. What Eight and five is there. What record does that give us? Oh God. All right, I'm sorry. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> Eight and five is right there, and I think any if anybody. And Gator four. Nation said eight, eight and four. I apologize. I can't do basic math. Um, <laughs> son of a math teacher, it's bad. Um, I think we all would have taken the the chance to to have an eight and four season. Once again, the team has to has to finish. I mean, we can sit here and speculate on it all we want. Um, just can't let down, man. Like I said, that's got to be Billy's message. Is it's right there for y'all to take, but y'all have to go out there and do the work and. Um, it's there. So, and it's also some SEC ones. <laughs> like, finally. Yeah, finally. Absolutely. I meant <laughs> to actually like, bring attention. that up. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Um, and that's why I said it's a win in the SEC. I'm not taking it for granted. You went on the road in the SEC and got a victory. I don't care how you do it. I don't yep. care if you had to Nancy Kerrigan the whole team. <laughs> At the end of the day, just allegedly, get you that W. Allegedly. allegedly. But the video, never mind. Anyway, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for checking in with us. Um, as always, you're, we're available on all your major podcasting platforms. And you may please be sure to go check out our YouTube videos on YouTube, Respect Our Decision. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you get a notification every time we upload new content. Make sure you like every video and uh, leave us a comment. You know, saying whatever you want to say. Say, I hate you guys. Love you guys. Uh quit rambling so much whatever's on your mind man we like we need to know we want to know what y'all think um and as always guys you can support us as creators by visiting our patreon respect our decision as i've always said each and every dollar we make goes right back into the show so that we can continue to make better content because as you might know if you're not getting better mike you're getting worse that's right podcasts are so much fun with after the win you ain't kidding man <laughs> Whew. It's not as actually as much to talk about when you win. That's crazy. It's like you're not ticked off and <laughs> critiquing everything you see as much. We thank you, Gator Nation. We love y'all. Thanks for all your support. And we will see you Thursday morning. Go Gators. Okay. Go, Go Gators. Gators.